Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Thursday, January 4th, six minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm exhausted, Rob. I was up late last night reading hundreds of pages of the Epstein documents. Lots of documents. They include the names of dozens of people connected with him. Business associates, accusers. They were all made public late last night. Uh, So the court documents, they list 184 J-Does, starting with J-Do number three, and go all the way up to 187. Some names were even repeated twice. Some multiple times. Uh, Okay, so a couple things with this. Um, This is how our show works now. This thing dropped, what was this, probably like 9 o'clock, maybe, maybe a little earlier, maybe a little after. And I'm sitting there in bed, and the, you know, all the people start, (laughs) You know, tweeting about it and mm-hmm. people are digging through it. And I just sent Casey a text and I said, Hey, the uh, the Epstein documents dropped. You better get to reading those. You <laughs> <laughs> know what's in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, in all seriousness, having actually now looked through them, read them, obviously it's hundreds of pages. So, um, unless you have an army of readers at your disposal, like a major national network would probably no one has done a deep dive and been able to totally process everything that's in there however high level casey if you, yeah. you know, take the ten thousand foot view there's nothing in here that is earth shattering or shocking you don't think so no i think everybody knew bill clinton was associated with this i think guy. Every, okay the bill clinton part yes and the he likes some young Part. Again, I said, is there anything in here that that's was not earth-shattering shocking. or shocking? The the part about uh, Britain's Prince Andrew, not shocking. There were a couple names. Now, they're not being accused of anything, but their names were in the documents, which were surprising to me. And the first one was Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, but again... His he, name was listed 137 times. Yeah, but again, he... Uh, I think had kind of addressed this that and correct somebody can correct me if I'm wrong he had he had publicly commented on this that he kind of knew his name was going to be in there and mm-hmm. he had obviously gone on offense saying I haven't done anything wrong obviously the big the big fish is is Clinton mm-hmm. and we talked about this yesterday and, and I'm trying to be careful about the words that I, I use here because you have somebody who you are very close to, who is intricately familiar with how with how with the process of defending the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for many, many years on the show, we had the late, great Gary Collins on here. No, that person doesn't defend the president. That person defends the Constitution. Well, yes, but their job is to make <laughs> sure the president is not unalive. They are mm-hmm. one of many, many people who give their lives to, are willing to give their lives to do that. For many, many years, we had the late, great Gary Collins on this show, who a part of his life was spent doing that and told us many great stories about that. And so when you hear these stories of what goes into moving a president of the United States, whether it's for an official business venture Mm -hmm. or, as we've talked about at length, with what it costs to move Biden for these vacations or any other president, you recognize there is no way, there's no way 
Bill Clinton was as involved with Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. as it is clear in these documents he was without either Bill Clinton or the people around him knowing yeah. who this guy was. And I, and I will say, obviously, not even very likely, obviously, it's both. Yeah. They don't just let the president of the United States or a former president get on airplanes with people. It's one thing if you're taking a photo. I've never been a guy who thinks you should hold somebody accountable if they're a politician because they took a photo with someone who did something illegal or horrific later. Like Rosalind Carter is photographed with John Wayne Gacy. It's a famous photo. Nobody believes that Rosalind Carter knew that Gacy had bodies in the basement. The presidents take photos and have very brief interactions with hundreds of thousands of people. I've never believed you hold somebody accountable for that. However, there is a huge difference between, hey, Jeffrey, mm-hmm. who you don't know, gave $10,000 to your campaign. You need to meet with him, smile, and take a photo for one minute. Cool, fine, great. And Jeffrey Epstein is inviting you to fly numerous times on his private airplane and let people give you massages who are on that airplane. There's no way Bill Clinton and the people around Bill Clinton who are in charge of protecting Bill Clinton didn't know who this guy was. And what he was up to, what they were doing. I think a big part of what he was up to was gathering information or putting these high-level people in positions so that he could blackmail them later. But you're not suggesting that these people that are uh, tasked with protecting people in high-level positions like Bill Clinton to spill the beans because if they're still in that position they can't continue that job because eventually there might be somebody in a high level position that you want protected well look it goes both ways my, my commentary to you casey is to the extent bill clinton knew or was involved in what was going on on that island which we all now know what it was we don't know, and we should get to the bottom of it, and it should totally be uh, be explored. Uh, there should be no stone left unturned. However, it, it would be disingenuous of the highest nature to act as though Bill Clinton simply thought this is some mega philanthropist mm-hmm. who is just feeding the sick and hungry, <laughs> yeah. and I happen to be, you know, interacting with this guy and. Look, your job is to protect the president. Your job is to protect the ex-presidents. I'm not in any way saying that I think the Secret Service or whoever that might have been saw directly Bill Clinton engage in any sort of illegal activity. But part of field ops. Yeah. I mean, there are teams of people who go in advance wherever the president or in many cases, even ex-presidents go. That's why they have that protection. Yep. Because there is a legitimate risk to the life of that person. That's their job. If if you're going to send people across the country or across the world to do countless hours of advanced study and research and interviews and whatever else for for events, don't you think they would do the same deep dive on the people they're flying on the airplanes mm-hmm. of? Wouldn't we buy, be naive to think that that hadn't taken place? Uh, I, I think we definitely know. I mean, they've got to have swept those buildings. Yes, this is what I mean. What, yeah. what do you think? This guy has this magical island, and what do you think he is, Willy Wonka? 
<laughs> I mean, what, 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 do you, I mean what, what do you think is going on over here? Well, the one thing that did come out of it was that uh, Donald Trump, nowhere near it. Correct. And, and once again, all this it is another example of all the stuff they accused Trump of, mm-hmm. they, being the left, appear to have been doing. Uh, apparently, he banned Epstein from his place in Florida all the way back in 2007. Here, so Here was one thing that was, I guess there was one thing in there to me that was very interesting. There was the famous photo of the girl giving Clinton the massage. Mm-hmm. And for years, pre-yesterday, there had been a strong push from people who had said, that's a doctored photo. That photo's not real. You don't have any proof that photo's real. We now know that that photo is real. It mm-hmm. definitively came out. Also out of this is how Ghislaine Maxwell is a proven liar. So anything she said in this deposition, whether it was the thing with her with Prince Andrew, where she claims she doesn't even remember being there, and there's you know photographs of them, and she, so for her to say whatever she said about Clinton, I would take all of it with a grain of salt in terms of where he was and what he was actually doing. Now there's definitive proof of all these flights, et cetera, that he went on, mm-hmm. but for her to say no, he didn't fill in the blank, and I think in this case it was, no, he didn't have a meal on the island. Well, if I catch you in one blatantly obvious lie... It discounts everything else you Right, said. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting. There was one name. Now, it's not like there was a whole list of names. That, that'll come eventually. Will it? I, I don't know. I think somebody will get uh, AI or chat GPT on it to make one big list. I think people are already trying to work on that now. Uh, Bill Richardson, former governor of New Mexico. Now deceased. Yes. So he will, so whatever. He, it, was, he was in these documents, which surprised me. But, that, but and, and for people who are just waking up and haven't read or had to read the documents yet, the documents that, that were released are not so-and-so engaged in sexual relations mm-hmm. with an underage girl and I witnessed it. It is various levels to which these people to... Ghislaine Maxwell's understanding or admitted understanding or verified understanding participated in a, shall we call it, a peripheral relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. She wasn't spilling the beans on what happened behind closed doors. It it came out of a lawsuit which was settled in 2017 by one of the girls. It was drafted in in 2015. And obviously, Jeffrey Epstein is still alive at this time. Mm -hmm. She is, and has not been prosecuted. She has not been prosecuted. So she is trying to be as vague as humanly possible and answering as little as humanly possible, up to and including what sort of intimate relationship she had with people very close to Bill Clinton, if you read the the transcript. So don't get your hopes up, if you had your hopes up, that, oh my gosh, everything comes out in these Epstein documents. It just kind of gives you a blueprint from the verified, peripheral, everything people can see portion of... Epstein's life, who he was, mm-hmm. who he was dealing with, right? Who he was surrounding himself with, and there's one name that has still been redacted. Two, it's a two, right? Was there's, it two? There's two, yes. Well, I know that there's a there's a Doe, whether it, it's a Jane or a Joe, that isn't being listed. But there was one section where names were listed, and then one name was completely blacked out and redacted. And people are so into this, trying to figure out who it is. They're taking like. You know, the space, well, it's going to be 14 letters, yeah, so let's figure uh, out who it is. Look, the, the, there, there is no doubt that there are many powerful people who were involved in illegal activity 
with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. The man had an entire island, Casey. Mm-hmm. He was flying people into the island. There's no doubt people went to that island with the intention of having sex with underage girls. It's not like they just showed up in an apartment somewhere and, oh my gosh, there's all these underage girls. They flew to an island, mm-hmm. Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got the uh, national debt hitting a record $34 trillion. And we'll talk about that coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Two minutes after nine, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, did you hear the news? The U.S. national debt surpassed $34 trillion. That's the first time that's happened. And uh, it took them just over three months to spend a trillion dollars because we were just at $33 trillion. Now we're at 34. It's a number so staggering Mm -hmm. and it is so alarming that you say it and there is not some abhorrent tone in your voice. As though we should be describing it as like, let's just say, oh my gosh, can you believe that Kevin jumped off the third floor of the Emmis building? <laughs> like you would just be, I mean, we would just be mortified. Mm-hmm. That is the way in which you, you should describe the national debt the same way you should describe if you witnessed producer Kevin jump off the third floor of the Emmis building. And yet, and not your fault because you're not the one causing it, but you're you're just reading it like, hey, we did this because it keeps happening mm-hmm. All day, mm-hmm. every day, and it never changes. Well, at the infamous Stax Pancake House, <laughs> when you went to go visit your friend, oh yeah, uh, Todd Young. Now let's remind everybody that so uh, he that, told you, yeah. That, so that was when we went to see. I I went to see, and my my uh, well now wife, she was still my girlfriend at the time. We went to the Stax Pancake House and. Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Spendingberg was having a, a town hall. Uh, he apparently, even though, you know, big tough Marine brought an armed Hendricks County Sheriff's deputy there with him. That was when uh, Igor, his evil assistant, met me at the door and uh, very aggressively informed me that they listen to the show all the time and they're not happy with us. Then you'll remember uh, Todd, they got mad at me for trying to film the event. Then when I asked Todd, Spendingberg, whatever we're calling him today, about him adding at the time $11 trillion. It's probably closer to 14 now, $14 trillion to the national debt and being the highest spending, not only Republican in the U.S. Senate, but almost the highest spending person mm-hmm. in the U.S. Senate. Remember, he started moving very aggressively towards me with the armed deputy behind him. And then Igor, the evil, awful assistant, pulled out his camera and started filming mm-hmm. me so the this everybody remembers the yeah. but it, yes he told me then as he was moving very aggressively towards me room full of witnesses by the way many have confirmed mm-hmm. that story you've read their confirmations yeah. emails phone calls whatever of what happened that day um that he was 
had no shame whatsoever for adding at the time 11 trillion to the national debt. He absolutely was not going to stop. And if you don't like it, well, eat it. Too bad. <laughs> so what does this mean to you? Well, it could really affect the economic growth of the country, right? Which could impact your 401k retirement investments. Um, how about borrowing money? It's going to make it harder for you to buy a house, harder for you to finance any car payments or pay for college. But, uh, you know, our our president, he said that he cut it in half. <laughs> Yes, I think the president uh, continues. He to this day continues. This is so wild, Casey, because as you pointed out, we're at thirty-four trillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was twenty-nine or thirty trillion, uh, twenty-eight trillion. I don't know. We can go back and look. Maybe we'll do that during the break on what the national debt was when Biden took office. So somehow he has cut the national debt, despite the fact that the national debt has grown every single year he's been in office by at least one trillion dollars often much more than one trillion so and this will alarm many and i'm sure i'll get a lot of flack for this but i'm not sure the president knows what he's talking about (laughs) i don't think that surprises many at all but you know what's another trillion among friends uh here is a compilation compilation of president walnut claiming that he cut the debt in half i cut the national debt by one trillion seven hundred billion dollars. We literally cut the federal debt in half by one point four trillion dollars. One trillion seven hundred billion dollars. <laughs> what? One trillion seven hundred billion dollars cut. We cut the debt by one point seven billion in the last two years. Let me say that again. One point seven trillion dollars. I reduced the budget by one point seven billion. We cut the federal debt in half. Fact. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. $1.7 billion. $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. $7 billion. $1.7 trillion. $1.7 billion. It's a trillion, a trillion, trillion dollars. Oh, there it is. Not billion, trillion dollars. Yeah. $1.7 trillion. Jimmy? No one's ever reduced the debt that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, congratulations. $34 trillion in debt. Um, here, here would be the parting question I would have for people as we go to a break, and then the award-winning Kurt Darling will, will give you the news that will no doubt make you feel worse about your existence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are any of these people doing on your behalf? Mm. Republican, Democrat, what, what are any of these people doing to fix this issue? Nothing. Nothing right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 9.34 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So while everybody is distracted with the Jeffrey Epstein files that are being released, uh, keep this in mind. The uh, Colorado Supreme Court put their decision on hold until today to determine if Donald Trump will be on the Colorado uh, GOP ballot. Uh Okay, before we get into this, though, I got to point out something happened yesterday, and I've been just dying for an entire day to ask you about this. Okay. Because you stormed out of here what yesterday. What are you talking about? Kev is laughing because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know so, what you're talking so about. So, Kev, 
Kev came in because yeah. Kev is the best damn producer in all the land with a little Michael Stanley band there. Mm-hmm. He can't love you is the intro, <laughs> and you know that's one of Michael Stanley's one of my favorites. Sounds and, a lot like Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, John yeah. Cafferty yeah. and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, uh, who also sounds like the Bruce Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Exactly. Yeah. And you have a lot of experience with Ohio and mm-hmm. Michael Stanley, one of the most beloved musicians in the history of Ohio, the heart and soul of Cleveland. And Kevin asked you something like. Wasn't I don't even remember exactly what it was. Something I think like, I asked you, uh, is uh, Michael Stanley like a huge, yeah, uh, huge act in Ohio? Yeah, right. or does, it, does he remind you it, of it, Ohio? It, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like he asked you, was Michael Stanley some international superstar? Did Michael Stanley sell at the Staples Center eight uh-huh. eight nights in a row? Yeah, it wasn't n- nothing egregious. He simply asked right. you. It, it would be like saying, you know, was Henry Lee Summer at one point? One of Indiana's favorite sons and very popular <laughs> yeah. in Indiana. The clear answer, I mean, sure. just sort of equivalent yeah. guys. Yeah. And not only did you did you angrily answer no, no I believe <laughs> as you turned and st- like you stormed out. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Casey, I, I have, said no, I and have, then I left. I, I was in a hurry. You you were throwing. That was an anger. You said, you said no, and then you you hung your head down. Yeah, and you stormed out, out of here. Yeah. And I was like, "What? What did I? What did I do to anger this woman? Because it was just such. There was. I mean, there was hate. Uh-huh. There was hate in your voice. Was there? And there was hate in your heart. Mm. And I could. It was like it, was, it was sounded like a horse was galloping well, it, out of here. I mean, that's how emphatic you were stomping out of this room. Yeah, really? I felt a little sad because I felt like I failed as a producer. <laughs> no, no, you you did fantastic, Kevin. You're always on the mark. You always <laughs> you. do a superb job. Um, you know, if they were ever to say, "Hey, Casey, what's your impression of Kevin?" I would say. He's truly amazing. He is probably the best producer I have ever worked with in my 30-year career. Wow, so, that's cool. So excellent job, Kevin. Thank you. No, that wasn't anger. That was just, I was in a hurry. You asked me, is uh, what's his name, Michael Stanley? Michael Stanley. Was he a, a big thing in Ohio? And I just said no and walked out. Yeah. but, but So, Kevin, you're absolutely amazing. So I did nothing wrong. Gold star, Kevin. Thank it's you. It's amazing your lack of self-awareness of how you're behaving around others because poor Carl was in here too and he was like oh my gosh what is wrong with that woman he did not he was trembling I mean to to quote the philosopher and poet Eminem uh-huh. but Stan uh-huh. why are you so mad hey you know what sometimes I just like to keep you on your toes <laughs> what was your question we were talking about Donald I'm, I'm you never sorry. know what you're gonna get right I, yeah I'm, I'm sorry I just I heard that and it reminded me yesterday of how uh-huh. I, was just, I was just taken aback and mm-hmm. I spent several hours like on my drive home I was just thinking, like what did, did I do did you internalize it well I thought a long time like yeah, what yeah. did I do do. Yeah. You were listening to Michael Stanley while you were trying to process that. Okay, so what was your question about Trump? I'm sorry, I really wasn't paying attention. Oh, wait, now wait, I am wait, paying attention. It wasn't really a question. It was just more of a, a fact that the Colorado Supreme Court is had put their decision yeah. about whether he can be on the primary ballot in that state until today. Yeah, well, now the Supreme Court has agreed to take the issue up. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, this is, these people are inadvertently and, and rage and hate is an amazing thing because it makes you do stupid stuff. That's why the old saying, like, count to 10. Before you send it, if you're angry at someone, mm-hmm. hit ten, count to 10 before you hit send or put it away for 30 minutes before you hit hit send. Because rage makes you do irrational stuff. And, and these people, in this case, liberals in Colorado, the Colorado Supreme Court, whatever you want to call them, I mean, they're all Democrat-appointed judges, are helping Donald Trump win the presidency because people see this and it feeds Trump's narrative that the election was rigged, that the government is weaponizing itself against him in order to 
illegally alter the results of the election and it fires people up who are already on Trump's side and it starts to sway people to go, well, wait a second. Mm -hmm. If they're doing this thing that is so blatantly ridiculous, in this case, saying someone engaged in insurrection when not only has Trump not been convicted, he's not been charged with insurrection, nor has any single person for anything that happened January 6th been charged with insurrection. The Supreme Court is going to totally overturn this. And the reason Colorado stayed the ruling was because they or allowed him to stay on the ballot was because they knew that it was going to be overturned. This isn't about justice. This isn't about truth. This isn't about right and wrong. It's about the weaponization of, of justice of the court system against a person to sway a presidential election. It's everything Trump talks about. Some of the Trump stuff Trump says is totally ridiculous, but then he gets legitimized when people do blatantly obvious stuff like this. So a judge in California has dismissed the case uh, against him in that state saying that, no, he's going to remain on the ballot. So he got a victory already this morning. It's all sorts of states. You saw Michigan, mm-hmm. Minnesota, and these are left states. It's not like, it was it Alabama? No, it's in left states because it is wholly ridiculous. And some of these people, while they are gigantic communists, are capable of thinking it through and realizing we're just helping this guy. He's going to be the Republican nominee for president. He's going to be on the ballot and you are just feeding, you are feeding the the ground swell of people who believe, and they're being proven correct in many cases, that the government is weaponizing itself against Donald Trump to cost him the presidency. And that's exactly what uh, the governor of South Dakota, Kristi Noem, has been saying. She's campaigning with Trump. She's been in Iowa herself, and she says, yeah, he's going to be the next president. I think we're just a few short weeks away from having our Republican nominee. It will be Donald J. Trump, and he will be the next president of the United States. I'm excited about that, Major, because every single day as governor, when Donald J. Trump was in the White House and he was president of the United States, I got to be on offense. I got to fight for my people, bring forward solutions to the problems that they are facing. Since Joe Biden's been in the White House, all I do is try to defend my people, protect their freedoms, try to keep the federal government out of their pockets and off their backs. Uh, So we need a change. And boy, these people, in Iowa, they are feeling the pain of Joe Biden and his policies. Okay, so her name is one of the names that is being kicked around as a potential vice president. And she was asked about that. And she she didn't say yes, but she didn't say no. And so I'm here to talk to my neighbors. Uh, They all know me very, very well. We're just going to have a family conversation tonight about how important this caucus is and how important it is that they send President Trump back to the White House and send a message to the world. But Governor Noem, if offered, you would take the slot, would you not? Oh, I think anybody in this country, if they were offered it, needs to consider it. Uh, everybody has to think about it. Everybody has to do all they can. I'm a grandma now. I've got two grandkids, one more on the way. Uh, what kind of a country do they, are they going to get to grow up in? That's really what every American needs to be asking themselves right now. What do they want America to look like in 20 years? That's why this election matters. You ever no, you notice how they will never give you a straight answer. Mm -hmm. Like she should just say, yeah, of course I'm super interested. I'm a politician Mm -hmm. and going from governor to vice president is a gigantic leap up. Mm -hmm. Next question. Well, I think she came pretty close to it when she said, I think anybody in this country, if they were offered it, needs to consider it. I mean, to me that says, yeah, if he asked me to be his vice president, I would do it. But then why not just say that? Just be honest with it. Why is there always this 
cat, little dance. cat and mouse game. Yeah. Like, it would be honor an honor to be, you know, shut up. Just say, <laughs> I am a politician. I want to rise up the ladder. I'm not going to be president. Vice president is the next closest thing. So, yeah, of course I would take it. I think a lot of people really like her. And one of the more shocking things that she said, in my opinion, was that she's a grandmother. Yeah. There's a genre for that, Casey. (laughs) She's a beautiful lady, intelligent, too. But speaking of vice presidents, Chris Christie, he was on The View. Oh, Oh, of course he was. And he was talking about Nikki Haley, and he said that she would eat glass to be vice president. Give DeSantis credit for this. He said he would not take vice president under Trump under any circumstances. I've said I wouldn't take vice president under Trump. Nikki Haley won't say it. And I talked to a politician in South Carolina this weekend who knows her really well. And I said, am I reading this wrong? And he said to me, Governor, she would eat glass to get the vice presidential nomination under Trump. That's how ambitious she is. So, Alyssa, look, I'd be happy to support someone who had two traits. They had a better chance of beating Trump than I did. And they were actually willing to campaign against Trump. And maybe he's unwilling to say it. Okay, so first, can you imagine something more painful Mm -hmm. than listening to an entire interview of those women and Chris Christie together? It's like bottom of the barrel. What's he doing on that show? Is he about done in this, you know? Kev, right now, if I told you you had to dive through the dumpster in the back of our building outside (laughs) Monument Circle for 20 minutes or listen to that interview, which one are you choosing? Probably go for the dumpster. <laughs> you might be able to find some leftovers back there. Yeah, some treasure. Uh, s- second thing, I love how this guy is on some moral high horse now about not being Trump's vice president when the, in 2016 mm-hmm. he was campaigning big time. He was endorsing him. He was one of the last he's people. Now, yeah. He's he, now reeling back. It was him and Pence mm-hmm. and Gingrich were mm-hmm. the three that they were, boy, talk about three total zeros and Trump, I mean again, it goes to Trump's judgment and people but you know, it's, it'd be like me going I categorically rule out right now that I would serve with Brad Chambers if he is the governor of the state of Indiana. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Kendall's not under consideration. Uh, something, somebody one of the guys that's running for governor in the great state of Indiana yeah. did something. Uh-oh. And I, I think we need to talk about it. Can, can we do that? And can we talk about this sign, yeah, that, the that, news sign? De- that the news department put There's up? weird things going I on. Mean, this is, I mean, that is the most <laughs> passive-aggressive sign I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, hey, it's 2024, kicking the new year off in a good way. All that coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. 
10 minutes in front of 10. It is the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC. So you've got the Iowa caucus coming up in just days. And uh, they do a thing there when you visit all of the is it 99 counties. They call it the full grassley. Oh. Uh, but here in Indiana, 92 counties. And Eric Doden, who's running for governor, he posted this to uh, X yesterday. Mm-hmm. He said 92 counties. Good news to start the new year. We visited every county in Indiana. It's time for all Hoosiers to have their voices heard. That's why it's so important for us to visit every corner of the state. All 92 counties visited. Well, congratulations on him on wasting a whole bunch of his money and his father's money. And if you look at his uh, campaign finance report, that's where you see a whole bunch of his resources come from, which is fine. No problem with that whatsoever. But that's what this guy is doing at this point is just wasting his money and his family's money because he has as much chance to be governor as I do, Casey. Mm -hmm. And I'm not running. Does, uh, Does it have a nickname? Like in Iowa, it's called the full Grassley. Is it called the full Holcomb here? Waste. <laughs> it's called wasting your inheritance. Like that's full, what it's. That's full what it's. Monty. So Holcomb. People remember uh, Holcomb in the great uh, uh, donor lobbyist Christmas miracle of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, where Eric Holcomb somehow went from dead last in a U.S. Senate primary to governor in the same year. It's amazing how that worked out. Um, he was completely out of money at the end of his very brief U.S. Senate run because, well, when he had to stand on his own two feet, uh, nobody could stand to be around the guy. And you'll famously remember he was uh, all that was his entire campaign was centered around trying to shoot a basket in all mm-hmm. uh, right. 92 counties. So uh, look, so with this Doden guy mm-hmm. and full disclosure, it's been about a year ago now, uh, I met with him at the at someone else's request and I spent an hour and I laid out to him I said here are the things that you need to do Mm -hmm. in order to let anybody know who the hell you are and be the governor of the state of Indiana and I said these are very bold things these are very big things and uh it's how many of them have he has has zero absolutely (laughs) zero he didn't follow your advice and and Casey uh that's about the same amount of people who know who that guy is after spending millions of dollars of his money and his uh, and, and his family money is zero because what's what, what are his policies? Yeah. He's the guy that wants to... Uh, He's the one who wants to give teachers a yeah, tax no, break. No taxes for teachers. Yeah. But for you, what are you, what, what does he want to do to help If you're not you? a teacher. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. So, uh, good on him. Uh, he did ta- the full Holcomb. He's taken a year-long <laughs> vacation all across the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations. All right. You've got a sign there in front of this you. This is amazing. So, uh, if you're not familiar, here at WIBC, we are in our own little studio here. And then the newsroom has their own studio. And it is, we can see through it. We can see each other. And it is like double pane, yeah. super bulletproof, soundproof sure. glass. Yeah. And the way we communicate with them is Kev's got a little walkie-talkie there on his uh, gadgets and gizmos yeah, on the board, talk yeah, board over there. And they can communicate back and forth. But there is no way you could hear somebody through the glass. Yeah, and, soundproof. Um, there was this very aggressive note left in the newsroom facing towards <laughs> our studio. Would you like me to read it here yes, for you? I would. If you try to talk to us through this glass, that's pointless! Exclamation point. We can't hear you! Exclamation point. Use the talk back button or find another way! And this is all caps. These letters are all yeah. caps. I'll put this up right now for somebody everybody to, angry, to see. Like. So somebody that is in this studio, yeah. I, you know, I have no idea when this was left or 
or by who it was left. Uh-huh. Uh, I did ask the newsroom, and, and both Ryan Hedrick and Kurt Darling denied it was them. Uh-huh. So somebody has attempted to do this, which I agree is really stupid that you would think you could talk through that double pane, bulletproof, soundproof, whatever. However, I'm not sure it warranted this sort of aggression yeah. uh, as as a response. I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to make somebody feel a little silly. Well, I yeah. think we, with a little deductive reasoning, we can figure out who that was from and who it was to. Yeah, we've really narrowed it down because I also <laughs> don't feel like um, Harrison Silcox would be mean enough to mm-hmm. do that. And producer Allison is always the producer for Hammer and Nigel. Mm-hmm. She would know not to do that. So I've really narrowed it down mm-hmm. to John Herrick in a fit of blind rage. Yeah. <laughs> It could have been a fill-in person. Was it Donnie Burgess? Oh, it could have been Donnie Burgess. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was... Uh, Do you recognize the handwriting? What's the woman's name? Sasha Nixon. <laughs> maybe maybe it was her. Maybe it was Matt Bear uh-huh. uh, framing someone oh, in the news yes. department. There we go. Now, the question is, who was the person in here right. who was trying to Who was doing to... sign language or something? Trying I, to, I think it could have been someone speak. filling in. <laughs> Oh, I just maybe. love. Hey, How long has that note been up? Uh, I, I don't just know. noticed it. I just noticed it today. I just love the fact that somebody might have been in here filling in, trying to help our radio station, and mm-hmm. this was the, this was the welcome they got. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there should be a sign up. That's that says, pointless. Don't feed the animals. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey. It's ninety three WIBC.